George FC is ready for their upcoming match. Simply stunning stuff. Let's get you up to date with Anthony Urcioli and Match Day Preview on the Forge Audio Network. Hello, Forge fans. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is the Match Day Preview. I'm Anthony Urcioli, and this is it. These next two games, two games uh, in a span of, well, within the same week, Forge FC on the road for both playing against the same club, Valor, on uh, Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. In Winnipeg, and then they, the the two will meet again on Sunday. This could ultimately be um, the season for Valor, especially because here's how the standings are looking headed in, heading into this match. Forge FC right now in third place. They have 36 points at the top of the table. Atletico Ottawa with 39 points. Calvary with 37 in second. Forge though with two matches in hand on both Calvary and Ottawa. Pacific, a point back of Forge, they've played one extra match. Valor, though, in fifth place, 30 points with eight matches remaining, so they're five points out of a playoff spot, and they're six back of Forge. Valor's telling themselves, if we win our next two matches, we are guaranteed a playoff spot. So... It's a good feeling of your Valor because you feel like you have a little bit of control when you didn't really have much because it looked like Valor was kind of down and out. I mean, I counted Valor out completely, but listen, they're within striking distance now and it's up to Forge FC to ensure that Valor stay outside of the playoff picture. Now, we're going to hear from head coach, technical director for Forge FC, Bobby Smirniotis. We're going to hear from Tristan Henry, Forge FC goalkeeper, the league leader in clean sheets. Also, playing in his 100th match coming up here. Assuming, I mean, we're going to assume Henry plays, but where's, is there, this is Wood. We, we have to knock, because just, just, you never know. But he's in a position to play his 100th match. He'll be the third Forge player to do so this season to this point. We will probably have more by the time the year is up. So big game for, for Tristan, big game for Forge. Before we get to that, though, um, I want to thank you, the fans, for submitting your questions for our sit-down interview. Myself, Jessica Lisi, in conversation with Mark Noonan, the new Canadian Premier League commissioner. Um, Very in-depth interview. He was great. He answered all of our questions very thoroughly, and he answered a lot of fan questions as well. We encourage you still, um, maybe not for the commissioner, maybe eventually, but submit your questions, comments around Forge FC, around the CPL. Have your say. Email matchday at forgefc.ca. We will relay those questions. You can hear them answered um, right here on the Forge channels here, whether it's through podcast, through YouTube, or through uh, social media and at forgefc.ca. So submit all the questions you want. Matchday at forgefc.ca. The most common question that was submitted was revolving around officiating and replay technology, VAR. Um, And the commissioner answered those questions. And I'm going to play those for you. Now, for the full full interview, you can, again, it's up there. It's been released. It's available. You can check out the full interview. But I'm just going to play the questions and responses as it pertains to the officiating and VAR. So here is Mark Noonan, the new commissioner of the CPL, 
and his thoughts. What I can say is officiating is by far the hardest job in the game. It really is such a, such a challenging job. And I know the fans are probably speaking to uh, uh, Becker's shot that may or may not have gone in. And if it was, if we had video review, um, perhaps might have been ruled a goal. Um, interesting thing about that is that he hit that ball with such venom. It was so fast. I don't even think any of the players on the field knew whether it was in, in or out. And I, I, it, obviously, the officials didn't. What 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 it, what what, it, what the what the real issue is that you know, the the board of directors, uh, including the clubs, decided at the beginning of the year not to have uh, VAR. And so we're gonna we're gonna play a season without VAR. And I believe both coaches took the high road in that game, saying, "Hey, you know, the soccer guards gods give and the soccer gods take away." And over the course of the season, it all kind of measures out. Um, that being said, uh, we're gonna take a hard look in the off season and understand all the technologies available and, 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 and decide um, whether we're going to implement any for the following season. But the, you know, going back to the officials, hardest job in the game. And the beauty of the CPL is it gives them reps that they've never had before. And we're able to, you know, just like we're developing players, we're developing great referees throughout the CPL. And you know, they're developing too. So you, you can't expect to have a you know, a World Cup final FIFA referee every every week, but we're giving these opportunities to players and officials, and they're all going to grow up together. And um, we'll be spending a lot of time on that in the off season. I mean, the guy's good. Th- those are great answers, and they make a lot of sense. As much as you want to get angry at the officiating or the lack of available video replay, um, it's kind of put in perspective there for Mark and. It's something that could be instituted as early as, as next season. Who knows what this offseason will bring for the CPL. Uh, but it's, it's a growth. It's a growing experience for everybody. And listen, it's exciting. You as a fan, you're part of this. The the it's the league will evolve with you as a fan, with me, with the club, um, with all the teams. It is continuing to evolve. And I would say the future is extremely bright for this league. Um, and I, I think it's in good hands with, with Mark Noonan. All right, let's get back to Forge and Valor. The, the topic at hand here. I asked Bobby about the importance, you know, when you have two matches against one club, it's almost like you hear teams talk about this um, in other sports where you have, you know, five or seven game series. It's about winning the next game. You, you can't try, you know, in baseball, right? You're down four runs. You're not going to tie the game with one hit. You need base runners to do that. So it has to be one at bat at all the time. If you are in a best-of-seven playoff series in hockey um, or in baseball and you're down 3-1, 3-0 in the series, well, you're not going to win the series in the next game. You just have to worry about the next one. Yeah, I think it's uh, you just take the normal approach you take every week. You know, it's just it's a little bit uh, different here where you're playing the same opponent two games in a row due to that game being canceled earlier in the year. But, yeah, you have to look at each uh, game individually, and the one in front of you is, uh, is always the most important one. Um, and that's what we have uh, tomorrow night. Um, playing against uh, Fowler, they've been playing some good football um, lately with some uh, with some mixed results uh, as well. And you know we need to get ourselves back in the in the win column. So I think that makes it an interesting match all around. Forge FC, a win against Valor in this first one will have a big impact on the second one because right now Valor is in must win mode. They cannot afford to drop three points, especially at home. Doesn't matter who they're playing. For Forge to take three points from Valor 
What a crushing, crushing blow that would be. In fact, a draw could equally, it wouldn't be as crushing, but um, it'll definitely just deflate Valor as their hopes are high right now. I mentioned for the first time in a while, they're in, they have some control over their destiny. They can win the next two matches and be guaranteed um, a playoff position. Now, Forge will have a match in hand, uh, but still, that's six points there. This is the best spot Valor has been in all season. They are going to be hungry. These are must-win games for them. These are playoff games. And Ottawa played the same way against Forge um, in the last match that Forge was unable to win. And in that match, we know that Forge did score a goal. Kyle Becker did. That's what prompted. Uh, I can tell you something. When, um, when Becker scored against Ottawa and the officials missed it, it went bar down, dropped behind the line. Um, I mean, everyone kind of missed it. Live, I didn't I didn't know it went in either. It wasn't until the replay that it looked obvious. It was more than a foot behind the line. But after that goal that wasn't, um, the emails flooded with questions for the commissioner. Uh, VAR and officiating was the most requested um, response from, from the commissioner. So it's not surprising. But okay, Forge didn't get the victory. The club is moving on. Here's more from coach Bobby Smirniotis and what Forge has to do this next match against Valor to secure three points, which is certainly the goal. You know, in one way, uh, the players are looking forward to this. It's a little bit of a time period. We'll be staying out in Winnipeg um, between games. So it's a time period where the guys can can spend together. And, and in one way, it's uh, it's a little bit of a of an experience uh, for the whole group um, to be together for a few days. So I think uh, everyone is looking forward to that. There's a good... Uh, Hopping everyone's step in in training, um, coming out of the uh, coming out of the last game, and uh, I think uh, they're ready to go. They're ready to to compete and just you know take these days and uh, and use that experience and and build on it for the games to come. You know, after the the Ottawa game, he said that you guys were maybe I think he said you guys were operating at about fifty percent of you know the level you can play at. Just I know you haven't had much try, time on the training pitch, but what do you talk about with the guys to you know get back to the level that you guys expect to be at? Just intensity. You know, I think uh, you look at uh, statistically throughout the season, you know, we're we're the top defensive team uh, for a reason, and that gives us energy in the attack. You know, our, our pressing has been fantastic this year. Hasn't quite been there in the last couple of games. Our recoveries in the opponent's uh, area, our counter-pressing uh, has been uh, has been phenomenal. And I think that's something um, that we've, we've gone away from a little bit uh, in the last couple of games, and that needs to be good. Uh, because, you know, that's the start of our attack and the start of everything we want to do uh, defensively. Um, so I think once we have that energy in us, then uh, yeah, we're a very difficult uh, team and we're able to turn that into more opportunities on the goal, which usually turns into multiple goals. Um, so I think that's one of the things, you know, we've identified in these uh, in these last couple of games um, that we get need to get back to uh, doing very well. And the guys understand that. Now, I also... Asked Bobby about uh, Wubens Pasias. When a player looks like, I mean, Pasias was on an absolute tear, and he was the focal point of every conversation, and he's cooled down over the last few games without a goal. I wondered, what is, you know, there are a lot of people who know a lot more than me about this sport. What does Bobby see? How is Pasias being defended differently? Is he getting extra attention? Have they spotted a chink in the armor. What is it that defenders are doing with Pasias? Is is it is it just a, a slump that players go through? Is he slump? You know, the other team isn't. The rest of the team hasn't been producing offensively like they could before. There was a point during that winning streak, during a six-game winning streak for Forge, 
where, I mean, they were averaging almost three goals a match. I mean, that wasn't something that was sustainable. Especially in a league like this with the amount of parity that you have and seeing clubs, the same clubs over and over again. Is something being done differently? Is Are, are teams seeing something and defending Paseas differently? Here is what Bobby had to say. I think it's only a normal thing, but I don't think uh, that they've started paying attention to him this year. You know, he's a guy who's uh, scored uh, seven or eight goals uh, last year as well. Um, so they're well aware of him and and what he does in and around the, in and around the box. So that's a credit to him too for for being where he is this year because he's not an unknown uh, player uh, when it comes to this year and he's uh, scoring at a very good rate. Um, so I think that's credit to him and his his quality as a as a player. Um, and yeah, just uh, we need him to to keep on moving along. You know, it's always great if a player can score every game, but we know that's uh, not realistic at the, a lot of levels of the game. Um, he's been on a on a good run, a good form, playing a lot of minutes, and uh, we keep on looking to, to get the best out of him and the other guys up front. Tristan Henry been so important for this Forge FC club. Um, I mentioned he leads the league in clean sheets right now. He's at eight, uh, one more than uh, Ingham and Carducci with Atletico and Calvary respectively, uh, respectively. So Henry now. It, it, it's we, we you wonder because Henry's like he doesn't see a ton of action. His team, when you were a goalkeeper, and this can go for any this could go for any sport where there's a goalkeeper. When your club, when your team has the ball as much as Forge does for fifty five to sixty five percent of the match, and when the other club are really only getting opportunities on these counters, and you know, essentially mistakes that Forge are making that are turning into chances for other clubs. As a keeper, I mean, you have to be on your toes. You know, you could go 87, if you're Henry and it's happened, going, you know, 87, 88 minutes without a shot on target and all of a sudden you get two or three just back to back to back and you have to stay sharp. Henry is as good as we have ever seen in this league. I know the league hasn't been around that long, um, but I mean, Henry at this point has to be the benchmark for goalkeeping in this league. The wins are there, the championships, I mean, the clean sheets. He's one clean sheet away from having 30 for his career um, in only three and a half seasons. So we know Henry's going to bring it, and you love Henry for a lot of reasons, not just because he's a quality keeper, but he's a big personality, um, a lot of enthusiasm. He's aggressive. He's as good <laughs> at trash talking as we've ever as, as there is in the sport. Uh, he's just he's a fun player to have on, on your club, and he's a leader. And he's vocal and he, he's helpful because you have a lot of young players on this club, especially some young defenders um, who who at times are learning on the job. And it's nice to have a vocal veteran keeper behind you having that extra voice. It's like having a coach behind you at all times. I mean, Henry's been around long enough. He's seen everything. So he knows how to help. Tristan Henry uh, participated in the pre-match media conference and he touched on multiple Thanks. And here is G talking about going into his 100th career match. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really important. And I'm, and I'm thankful to be in that position to, to play my 100th game for, for Forge. And like I said before in the interview, I'm just thankful for the club and the coaches for giving me the opportunity to, to play here and, and, and showcase my abilities. And I guess me playing 100 games is just another way of thanking them and hopefully play a couple more here. You know, I mentioned Tristan Henry and, and his ability to talk with the best of them. He's in hostile territory for back-to-back matches now. You know, the beauty of this league, there are so many stadiums out there. Um, you know, even York 
Halifax in, um, you know, in, in Winnipeg, where it's you have these intimate settings with the fans just right over top of you. And you can hear everything. I mean, you can hear it on the broadcast a lot of the, the times. But in this case, if you're Henry, you're going to you know it, right? You're going to hear it. You're standing there. You're, you're a sitting duck just open to all of the, 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 the noise and the trash talk and whatever fans are going to send your way. But if anyone thrives in these environments, it's Tristan Henry. Uh, yeah, I enjoy it. I think it brings uh, brings out the best in, you, in your game, keeps you locked in. Um, brings out a lot of emotion. So, yeah, I enjoy it. And the playoff-type atmosphere that you're expecting, and, I mean, experience that in Ottawa as well. I guess it's along the same lines, but is this kind of what you play for, for this kind of pressure and emotion? Yeah, I think we we we, we like playing the big games and the uh, big pressure games, and I think we've done well with those over the years. So I, I think we look forward to these types of games. All right, so we know what's at stake. Forge FC trying to climb the standings. Valor trying to get into a playoff spot. And the two teams will meet twice in Winnipeg this week. The first of those matches is the one we're focused on. It goes Wednesday. Kickoff time just after 8 p.m. Eastern time. You know it's going to be a good one. Now, before I leave you, you must know about the September special for the Forge FC Calvary FC match. It's the next home game for Forge. It's Saturday, September 10th at 5 o'clock. Forge and Bench Beer are teaming up. $29.99 will get you a ticket to the match. That's a gold-level ticket. Plus, you'll get a Bench Beer sampling. Head on over to forgefc.ca to take advantage of the special for September. Forge FC and Bench Beer sampling. Remember, wherever, whenever you get your Forge content, whether it's via podcast, whether it's on YouTube, you can subscribe to both. You can also, if you haven't already, follow Forge FC on social media. A lot of Forge content there as well, including, as I mentioned, our interview with the new CPL commissioner, uh, Mark Noonan. You will have three keys to the match coming up to uh, really delve into the tactical side of things as Valor and Forge FC go head-to-head on Wednesday night. And then we will have a recap match in review following the match. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. I hope you enjoy. I know I will. And we'll talk to you soon. FC is prepared and now you are informed. This has been Match Day Preview with Anthony Urcioli on the Forge Audio Network. Subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.